Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where you will receive practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. I'm your host, Lori King-Taylor. For more than 25 years, I've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join me each week for inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, and welcome back to the Lead Me On podcast. So I guess you've noticed we took a bit of a hiatus, and you know what? That's okay. Sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need to give ourselves the opportunity to say it is time for a break. Now, something else you might have noticed is that my co-host and dear friend, Lori Gorell, is not joining us on this podcast. Lori looked at her business, did some soul searching, and decided that right now, podcasting full-time just isn't something she wants to be committed to. And I say, bravo. I love Lori, and I loved our talks together on this show. And yes, I will miss her presence tremendously. But I applaud her because Lori did something that many of us have a very hard time doing. She evaluated her life and her business, and she said no. I know it was an easy decision for her, and I know she worried about letting me down. But in the end, she took inventory and did what was best for her at this time. But don't worry, she has committed to come back every now and then and be a guest on the podcast. And you know me, I will hold her to that. So I want to spend a little bit of time today talking about when it's time to say no or I'm done. And we're going to explore how emotional intelligence can help us communicate our boundaries effectively and still maintain those healthy relationships. So let's start off a little bit by recapping what emotional intelligence is. So emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize, to understand, to manage, and to effectively use our own emotions, as well as being attuned to the emotions of other people. So when it comes to saying no or setting boundaries, emotional intelligence really plays a critical role. It allows us to navigate those conversations with empathy and with respect. Now, I think as servant leaders that that can be one of the hardest things to do is to say no. And for many people, no is packed with guilt. It might be because you're afraid of disappointing someone. If you're employed, maybe you're anxious about saying no to your boss. Or you could be a people pleaser. But no matter the reason, learning to say no, not now, or I am done, is an important skill for your personal health and well-being. Your time and energy are precious resources that should be used wisely. Now, saying no 
isn't just about rejecting someone's request. It's really about honoring our own needs and our priorities. We need to recognize that by saying no, we're not being selfish, but rather we're being self-aware and self-respecting. Emotional intelligence really can help us strike a balance between considering others' feelings while taking care of our own. I like to tell my clients that when you say yes to something, you're really saying no to something else. So think about it this way. Every yes is a no, and every no is a yes. So sometimes saying no really makes the difference between a packed schedule and an open one. It can make the difference between having too many tasks and having just the right amount. And it makes the difference between working crazy hours and hitting deadlines without stress. Now, as I am talking to you today on this podcast, I am also talking to myself. I know all my friends who are listening are probably rolling their eyes just about now because I keep a pretty jam-packed schedule. Um, And I am trying to learn more and more when to say no or like Lori, when to say, I'm done, I've had enough. So Another time that this can be a problem is that saying yes means you get to do new and exciting things. I think that's one of the biggest for me is that when somebody comes to me with something and it's an exciting new opportunity or it's something that's been on my bucket list or uh, I, I may meet some new and awesome people, my FOMO kicks in, my fear of missing out. And so saying no means that I might miss out on something, but all the same, it can still leave you overwhelmed, exhausted, and even sometimes a little resentful. So let's take just a few minutes to break down some of the elements of emotional intelligence and how they come into play when we're faced with saying no. Now, when we think about emotional intelligence, one of the first elements of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. Before we can effectively communicate our boundaries, we have to be aware of our own limits and our values. And that piece of emotional intelligence, that self-awareness piece of emotional intelligence really helps us understand why we're saying no. And it provides us a little bit more clarity with our decision-making. Now, another part of emotional intelligence is self-management, and this is about managing our own emotions and our impulses. When saying no, it's important to remain composed and not let any negative feelings dictate those responses. Empathy is also a big factor in emotional intelligence. And when it's time for us to say, I'm done or decline a request, much like Lori did when she came to me and said, hey, I think I'm done. We need to consider the other person's feelings too. And Lori did that with such grace. The empathy that we have for the other person can really help us to convey our decision in a way that shows that we understand the other person's perspective. Lori knew I loved this podcast. She knew how important it was to me. And when she came to me, she came to me knowing that and brought that up. 
so was very empathetic about those ideas. And when somebody can be that way and be understanding, then you have a great respect and feelings back. Now, another part of emotional intelligence is social skills. So communicating those boundaries really requires effective communication. So with emotional intelligence, we're able to express our decisions clearly and respectfully and avoid any misunderstandings that can happen. Now, another part of emotional intelligence is motivation. And our motivation for setting boundaries should come from a genuine desire for personal well-being and healthy relationships. Emotional intelligence can help us to stay committed to our values. Let's discuss some practical tips for saying no using emotional intelligence. One is choose the right time and place. It's really important that you find a suitable environment to have the conversation where both parties can focus and feel comfortable. You know, earlier when we talked about self-management, we mentioned uh, managing your impulses. And sometimes when it comes in the brain, it wants to go right out the mouth. And we really have to take that into consideration In having this conversation with someone, is this the right time to have the conversation? Is this the right place to have the conversation? Is the person that I'm going to have the conversation with going to feel comfortable in the setting that we are currently in? So consider that time and that setting and how it affects the other person before you move in to that conversation. And that can be a really difficult thing to do sometimes. Sometimes we're just ready to get it over with and we just want to have that conversation. And I know I've had to go back to myself and say, okay, Lori, not now. Now's not the time, even though it might be the right time for you. It's not necessarily the right time for the other person. So using emotional intelligence and the social skills that are involved in that will help you be able to look for a better time and a better location to have those conversations. The other thing when you begin to have that conversation is use I statements. Like this is how I am feeling right now, my schedule. You don't want to put anything on them. You don't want it to look like you're blaming them. Well, you just take up too much of my time. Or let's say Lori could have said, you know, you're never ready on time for podcasts. And so it takes more time than necessary, or it's only your ideas. And so I don't want to do a podcast like that. Instead, you want to use those eyes. You want to come back to the real reason is that it doesn't fit with my schedule right now. I'm not feeling like this is the most important thing for me to do with my time and energy. So make sure you bring it back on yourself to really reduce the defensiveness and make that conversation less confrontational. The other is really acknowledge the request. Show genuine appreciation for the opportunity or the request, but be clear about your limitations. So If somebody asked you to be on the board, a board that they are of an organization they're associated with, you can say, oh, wow, that's such a great opportunity. Thank you so much for thinking about me. So even if you're going to say no, you really want to start with showing that appreciation. I'll use Lori again for an example. I don't know that she said this, but she could have said, hey, I really appreciate 
how you came to me and wanted me to be a part of this podcast. And I've really enjoyed doing this. And then talk about the no. So honor the request, show your appreciation that they even thought about you, but then be clear about your limitations. Now, if possible, you could even offer alternatives. So sometimes suggesting an alternative solution really shows that you're still invested in the relationship or the situation. So using the board example again, if somebody comes to you and say, hey, I really would like for you to be on the ABC board, you can start with, oh, wow, I really appreciate you thinking about me and thinking that I might be a good fit for the ABC board. However, that just really doesn't fit into my schedule right now. You could offer a couple of alternatives there. You could continue that with the next time you have an appointment available, I hope you will consider me again, and maybe my schedule will be right at that time. Or you could offer another alternative as far as a person. Hey, I can't do that right now based on where my schedule is, but my good friend Patricia is fantastic. I think she'd be a great addition to your board. So give, in, give them some alternatives alternatives instead of just saying no and walking away. And then make sure you're using really empathetic language. Acknowledge the other person's feelings, even when you're declining. This really shows them respect and understanding. So, hey, I know how important that board is to you and that organization is to you. I really appreciate the opportunity to partner with you on that. It's just not right at this time. Or, hey, I understand that you're really in over your head on that project, but I've got about 50 projects on my desk too, and there's just no way I can give you 100%. So using that empathetic language, understanding their feelings as you are declining. And then another thing that you can do is say yes and. So you're not necessarily saying no, but you are giving parameters to your yes. So say somebody wants you to help out with a project at work and you know it would be important for you to help them that they're really under the gun and that you have some expertise. You could say yes. And if you can give me some time to help me with these projects, it will free up some time for me to be able to give you um, more of my time or yes. And I can only help you with section four of the proposal. That's where my expertise lies, but that's all I have to give right now. So you can say yes and set some boundaries to that. Yes. Now, when you're communicating with them, clear communication is essential. Do not dance around the fire. Don't give them the ideas that maybe you said yes. I'm not sure. I think she might be on board. You really want to clearly communicate. Now, I know a lot of personality types who have a hard time saying no because they're people pleasers will kind of dance around because they don't want to come right out and say, hey, no, I can't do that. So make sure when you're communicating, whether you're communicating your no or whether you're communicating your yes and, clearly state your boundaries 
and your expectations. So there is no room for confusion. I know we've all been in those situations where there was some confusion that had set in. So consistency, once you've set your boundaries, stick to them. Emotional intelligence helps you remain firm without becoming aggressive. So we want to be assertive, but we don't want to be assertive aggressively. And a lot of people have a hard time understanding that there is a separation between being assertive and aggressive. But someone who's very emotionally intelligent, who can take other people into consideration, can set those boundaries in a way that they're assertive, but not aggressive. And do be consistent about it. We all know what happens if you're a parent and you have raised children, you know, if you are not consistent, then nothing sticks because, well, you didn't do it last time. So if you told me you were going to put me in timeout last time, if I didn't clean my room, then you probably aren't going to do it this time. So I'm not going to worry about cleaning my room. So consistency is important. And make sure when you're having these conversations, you listen actively. You really want to encourage others to communicate their boundaries as well. So it's not all about you and your boundaries. Ask them what theirs are. And this will really help to foster a mutual respect and understanding, which is so important in relationships. Now, we've talked about a lot of things dealing with saying no. Uh, which can be a very difficult thing for leaders to do. So let's talk about what are our practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. That first is setting those boundaries and saying no, remembering that those are essential life skills when they're coupled with emotional intelligence and they can lead to healthier connections and your personal well-being. The second is to remember every yes is a no. And every no is a yes. So when you say yes, what are you saying no to? Are you saying no to family time? Are you saying no to downtime? Are you saying no to being able to do your work with a hundred percent or doing your work with just about 30%? And then number three, it's okay not to be involved in everything. I give you permission. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about upcoming events or working with me personally to transform the way you lead, visit my website at trinityperformancesolutions.com. Until next week.